Justin Jefferson, all-world wide receiver, battling from the five to try and get into the end zone, and the ball pops loose. This is what everybody, including Theo Dorsey, is head over heels upset about. This is the Justin Jefferson play. Cousins hanging in. Cousins deep. That's pulled in, and the ball comes out, but he is out of bounds at the as they drop in at the half. And Al Michaels had no idea what was going on last night. It ended up being ruled a fumble uh, through the side of the end zone. Touchback Eagles get the ball. That would have been a go-ahead score if the Vikings could have finished it off. And the Eagles rolled from there. And joining us now to talk about that and many other things, I guess, so momentous, we take them right in the opening moments of our show on Friday. It is our NFL insider, former Jets GM, Dolphins on-field boss, Mike Tannenbaum, every single Friday here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Mike, the, the touchback rule when you fumble through the end zone is it to you the dumbest most pointless rule in sports absolutely good to be with you guys um it's really unfair i mean maybe the ball has to go back to the 20 yard line but they keep the ball it just that was a 10 point swing you know give credit to the uh eagles for hitting that great field goal uh lynn elliott but but boy that was a big big impact in the game and that rule has never made sense to me Outside of that rule, in the sport of football, if there's one other rule you could change or you could abolish tomorrow, which one would it be? Uh, you know, probably the roughing the passer with the body weight. Like, when you tackle somebody, it's you're going to land on them. Like, that's just physics. So that that's another rule that just doesn't make any sense to me. Mike Tannenbaum with us. He is our NFL insider, and he joins us here on Ken Levicka Live. Theo, you want to jump in here with Mike? I don't want to leave you uh, silent any longer. No, I appreciate you, man, and I'm excited to do so. I'm, I'm curious because as a Chiefs fan right now, I don't want to switch gears off of that amazing Thursday night football game we got, but uh, <laughs> we, we do – I am questioning um, particularly – with Chris Jones coming back now this week for the game against the Jaguars, just your thoughts as a guy that's a former general manager, how how are those relations? What is it like that first week back? Is it all really like hunky-dory? Is it going to be good? Like, should I be expecting good things Sunday? Or should I kind of like, you know, be tempering my expectations for what's going to happen for Kansas City? Yeah, I think, you know, 20, 25 plays probably makes sense. You know, he's a bigger guy. It's going to take him a couple of weeks. We've seen a ton of soft tissue injuries, which typically happens the first couple of weeks of the season. But, look, he's a great player. You know, they'll get him and Travis Kelsey back, and I expect Kansas City to get right back to where they were. I feel good. I uh, I have to imagine, based off of our conversation, Mike, on Tuesday, you're a bit surprised that the uh, the Jets haven't gone out and brought in some sort of name or some sort of heavily experienced veteran to back up Zach Wilson. Yeah, I can't, I'm shocked. Um, you know, they're one hit away from playing Tim Boyle. I mean – this is a team that's really good, has a chance to compete. Um, I'm really surprised they haven't done anything yet. And if they believed in Zach Wilson, Aaron Rodgers never would have been there. Nothing more nauseating will be said today than the Jets are one hit away from playing Tim Boyle to Jets fans. Mike Tannenbaum with us here, our <laughs> NFL insider here on Ken Levicka Live. Uh, are you ready yet to uh, to switch your MVP prediction from Justin Herbert to a tongue of Iowa? Be honest. Yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, give Tua a ton of credit, but I'll tell you what, here's an amazing statistic. In week one, Tua and Aaron Rodgers were hit the same amount of times, three. 
Aaron Rodgers played four snaps, and wow. you know, two obviously played the whole game. Yeah, and I was really give a ton of credit to the Miami Dolphins offensive line who played without Taron Harmstead and uh, you know uh, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa really never sniffed Tua, and that to me, you know, that was a great game. Seven lead changes, Miami, you know, made enough plays at the end and, and deserved to win. But boy, I was shocked how well they were able to pass protect. Uh, random question for you, Mike. Uh, we found out yesterday that uh, all three of us on the show, this was Jeanette, not Theo, uh, we're all capable of changing tires. Does Mike Tannenbaum know how to change a tire on his automobile? No, not even close. I <laughs> okay. mean, I couldn't even pretend to know what to do. So uh, <laughs> I, uh, I have a father who's very, very mechanically inclined and did all those things growing up, and I am a great example of how those things skip a generation. <laughs> Uh, didn't exactly get passed down through the bloodline with uh, with the Tannenbaums. Uh, Mike, I, I do want to ask you, just looking ahead this weekend, what are you really keyed in on? What are you fascinated about? Uh, and and two-part question, uh, what you're looking forward to most this weekend, and are the Minnesota Vikings bad? Yeah, you know, the Patriot-Dolphin uh, game should be a great game. Really curious to see how uh, – Belichick tries to defend these, you know, this great Dolphin offense. Um, I think that should be a great chess match. And, you know, Minnesota won um, of their 13 games. I think like 10 or 11 were by one score, and now they're 0 for 2 in one score games this year. And those things do have a tendency of equaling, you know, evening out over time. Uh, Stone, go ahead and jump in here with uh, with Mike T. Mike, driving into work today, I'm listening to Greeny, and you guys kicked off the show with the Jets' backup situation and obviously the Thursday night football game last night. Can you explain it to me like I'm five years old? You guys were talking about Kirk Cousins being in a Jets uniform before the season's even over. How would that work? Yeah, uh, trade deadline's end of October, and if Minnesota's out of it, you know, maybe for a third-round pick. Uh, his cap number is very manageable for the Jets to acquire it, and if the Jets are still uh, in the thick of things, that could be a trade that you know could be a win-win you know for both sides. Uh, Mike, really appreciate the time as always. Hope you have a great weekend. Looking forward to talking next week to recap uh, week two and look forward to week three. But uh, have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. All right. Thanks so much, guys. That is Mike Tannenbaum, our NFL insider here on Ken Levick Alive.